Welcome to the Red Ensign Group podcast and surprisingly perhaps the topic that we've returned to once again is seafarers. The biggest surprise for me when I read the report was just how open some of the seafarers were about the the stresses and strains they're facing whilst being at sea and the importance of supporting each other on board. I think that real life story is is vital to tell us all about the areas where we could make a difference and, and make some real positive impact. In fact, this goes back to a time before our lives were ruled by a pandemic. The Red Ensign Group, comprising of the 13 British shipping registries, has long championed the rights and well-being of seafarers. And they, together with the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency and ISWAN, the International Seafarers Welfare and Assistance Network, recognised the need for a project to look at how best to support social interaction on board. Now the research findings from Phase 1 of the Social Interactions Matter project, supported by the REG and the MCA, has been published. We've brought together Dr Kate Pike, research lead for ISWAN and the author of the report, Katie Ware, co-chair of the REG Conference and Director of Maritime Services for the MCA, Ian Blair, Assistant Director, Technical Governance, who has oversight of the funding for the project, and Julie Carlton, Head of Seafarer Safety and Health at the MCA. Kate, Katie and Ian explain more about the report and why it matters. There's just so many elements to social interaction and although we wanted to focus on the, the positives of how to bring people together and the benefits that come from that, actually it's quite difficult to detach from the barriers that um, prevent seafarers from mixing and and wanting to get involved and uh, take on different activities on board so it did grow (laughs) and um, actually I think we found some really interesting elements to the project that perhaps we wouldn't have set out to look at in the first place. As we keep saying we've said throughout the whole pandemic and the Covid pandemic seafarers are non-negotiable you know, the project that we started with is one with the social interaction project. Actually, we started this well before uh, the COVID. We discussed it at the Red Enzyme Group Conference last year. We'd been talking about it for a while. But absolutely, now with COVID, uh, with the pandemic, which has resulted in really dramatically extended tours, it's really focused our attention on the importance of seafarers and particularly their well-being, their physical and mental well-being. I think we've we've all known for some time that conditions for seafarers are changing. They're changing as um, technology advances, as time pressures are placed on on vessels and therefore onto seafarers. Um, and and has been touched on here before, this project was discussed long before COVID arrived on our shores. Um, and I think actually COVID has helped sort of put put some more, you know, understanding the pressures on seafarers and, and how that helps and particularly how seafarers can help each other whilst on board. Um, and I think a, a lot of the findings like, like has been discussed there, I don't think they were surprises. I think the, the biggest surprise for me when I read the report was 
just how open some of the seafarers were about the the stresses and strains they're facing whilst whilst being at sea and the importance of supporting each other on board on board vessels and and companies identifying that actually there's more that they can do themselves to support their seafarers. Kate, on behalf of ISWAN, and Julie, on behalf of the MCA, know that this report is more than just chapter and verse. It could really make a difference. Well, we started off, as, as Katie mentioned, you know, looking at the benefits to uh, physical and mental health. Um, and the research you know, confirms that that's definitely the case. Um, it's so important to bring people together and make sure that they don't just disappear into cabins at the end of the day. But some of the things that make it hard for people to want to do that is the fatigue, perhaps at the end of the day, if you've got a port call or if you've been on a long shift. The workload um, for many seafarers is so intense these days, particularly now that you've seen the extended tours of duty uh, with, with COVID. So people sometimes just lack the, um, the ability to want to socialise. So that's, that's just one element, but we found many, many other things. We looked at uh, briefly at ship design and how that might impact people interacting together. We looked at whether Wi-Fi has, a, has an impact and that was quite a controversial area. People were for and against that in a big way. And also we looked at the main activities that people undertook to come together on board. Well, I think it's picked up issues where we knew there were problems, but we it's really good to have it in a scientific report. Um, so we've got evidence to present on some of the issues. I mean, fatigue, fatigue is a particular issue where, where we have been working for a long time to try and get more recognition of that at an international level, as well as um, on UK ships. But I think also the the evidence about um, the importance of building relationships and communication. Not only is that about um, understanding what individual seafarers want and how a particular crew might, might want to address the issues, but also that it's the basis of a safety culture. It helps to build relationships on board, to build trust, and that, that feeds into safety and all the other sort of operational benefits. It's all very well knowing that people need to socialise, but it's difficult to force people who are tired to do so. How does Ian Blair of the MCA see that aspect being covered? It's about people having opportunity and options. And yep, there will be those who don't want to be part of a social group all the time. And there'll be some of those that thrive in being a social environment and they're not able to be in such. I mean, I'm in the fortunate position as an ex-seafarer, but not so long ago being at sea that I'm not still connected to the industry, that I remember the times when social interaction, especially around Christmas time, when being away from your families is really hard, that it mattered. It mattered that you were in a group of people and you were just able to share all of that and have a good time. Um, and of course, I was also at sea when when that social activity was diminishing and and Christmas became just another working day. And I think it's important that we don't forget that there are these 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 periods through the year where it's important people socialise. And and we also remember that those are different for different nationalities and different cultures. And so long as they have the opportunity to do so or companies encourage them to do so, 
whether they do or not is entirely up to them. Katie Ware has fought tirelessly in all her roles at the MCA, the IMO and as chair of the REG to highlight and improve the lot of seafarers. Now phase one of the Ice One report is out there, what now for the REG and its ongoing drive to support seafarers? From a Red Ensign Group perspective, you know, to each individual members, we have very different uh, fleet types. You know, the Cayman Islands with their yachts, uh, the UK and uh, Bermuda with the Class 1 passenger vessels, you know, the wet tankers that the Isle of Man have got. But we've all experienced some really tragic stories with regards to crew well-being and mental health issues. And I think... We have to, to keep driving this forward. We've got this report now, as Julie and Kate and Ian have said, you know, it really hasn't told us anything that we didn't know. It just confirms what we knew. Um, and that's a really good place for us to be. We obviously had the pandemic, which has obviously raised awareness of seafarers. And there's two sides to this, you know, we've got the social interaction matters reports, we've got the conclusions, there's phase two and phase three that we can move forward. Phase two hopefully will be a pilot project with specific companies so that we can actually test and trial some social interaction activities on board. And then we can obviously review them as a phase three and see what needs needs to be taken forward. And as Julie said, we all work at the IMO and the ILO. If there are learnings and findings, then we will take them to the international forum where we can hopefully raise even more awareness about the mental and physical health of, of seafarers. And also, you know, really important part of that is how it contributes to safety. And then to your second point, we as the world have to recognise seafarers. As I've said before, seafarers are a fundamental part of our life and the pandemic has shown us that. Um, it's really important now that we raise that awareness and really, you know, we need to get into the schools, we need to get into the supermarkets, we need to get into the shops so that people actually realise exactly what it is that seafarers do for us. If 2020 was the year the world realised seafarers are key workers, could then 2021 be the year that they take front and centre stage in recognition of all they've done? You've been listening to the Red Ensign Group podcast. Until the next time, goodbye. This has been a Red Ensign Group podcast. It was produced and presented by Heather Skull.